Good morning, all of you. Thank you for having me and my family to come and share the Word of God and moreover the mission that we do little work in India. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Ashok Michel and I'm from India. But I have been living last uh, since 2007 and until now. Yeah, yeah. I born in the eastern India. If you have been to India, you would know that where the Calcutta and the eastern part of India. This is the place called Orissa. It was Orissa before, now it is called Odisha. And uh, I born and brought up in a small family in a very, very remote place. Full of, now there is not much tree, but I remember, you know, it was such a beautiful place and very innocent people that live there. And to get into the town, we walked, we used to walk 20 kilometers to get anything that we wanted, like potatoes or any medication or anything, 20 kilometers we used to walk. But last 10 years, things have been changed. Uh, uh, I want to tell you a little bit about what sort of background I came from and uh, many actually people ask, why do you run a charity? That's a good question actually. Why do somebody run a charity? What something they would have infected in their life, something they could have gone through their life that people, they, they don't want anybody to suffer or they want, uh, don't want people to go through, maybe some of the, you know, that, that's what the region people may run the charity. But let me share. My father was a farmer and he died just before 40 years old. He died in 1996. And that time I was in a Bible college. And uh, how I went to Bible college, how went to I study, it is all, it is, it is, I would still I consider and I think this is a miracle for me because the village I'm from, nobody has gone to maybe 200 kilometers away. My father in his lifetime, once he went 180 kilometers away on a train. That was the lifetime journey. And he, you know, what he brought those days, he brought a big iron trunk. That's, and a steel plate. And he counted all, he went on a train, he counted all the stations, how many stations, train stations there. I have been many times, but I have never counted. He told me there are 28 stations means such a primitive and uh, God's on his mercy actually in 1904 missionary from Denmark came to my village. When I think of that, I would, I just imagine what sort of people they would have. They would have the exactly mind of Jesus. In 1904, 1904, they came to this remote village which is the main road, it's 20 kilometers away. From there they walk and they came there. And my villagers, they accepted Jesus. Not because salvation, the Christianity in, in India, and mostly like my village, there is a saying that they, 
there is a three saying that soap, soup, and salvation. Soap, how to be clean? Soup, they were literally, there was no enough food. So they teach them how to produce food, how to reserve food. They teach them. Then they give them salvation. And my whole village became Christians. My grandfather was a Christian. And I born this small family. And uh, they started a hostel, a missionary hostel, where all these children were put there. And uh, we were so happy because in the village, we don't have enough food. And uh, when we go to hostel, we get three meals of good food. And this Danish missionary, they started, and somebody from Denmark, they support me to go to that hostel. So the power of sponsoring somebody, you may not know, I don't know the person who sponsored, but I pray that Lord bless many, many fold in their life. Even though who is sponsor, maybe not there, but their generous will be blessing. They sponsored me to go to this mission hostels. And there I studied up to year 12. And after year 12, I could not continue to study because after year 12, I had to pay a little bit of money. Then went to Bible school. It's a big journey. My testimony, if I kept saying, it will take you a long, long time, actually. means I have been gone through uh, poverty. No, I mean, having one or two pieces of cloth and only the new cloth we get in, only that it will be the, in Christmas. That is on 25th of December. Sometime even that we don't get. I remember as a child, once, my father couldn't afford, and he didn't buy. All my friends were wearing new cloth. Then I said, I don't want to go to church, and I ran to the jungle nearby. I remember. But I do know that my father, such a hardworking man, he used to buy small chicken or goat or cow, and he will take 20 kilometers away. He will walk, and he will sell and get make a little profit. And the if you don't have that capital to buy, he will ask for an interest. Those, this, this land owner, for a weekly interest they used to take. Weekly. For 100 rupees, which is $2, you will give 5 rupees. Interest means the market is Wednesday, Wednesday to Wednesday. For if you have 200, 10 rupees you have to pay to the land, I mean, the, wherever you have got for interest, the loan. That is the honor, the rich people, those days. You know, such a way he brought me. And God in mercy, he opened the way for me to come to Australia. That is the reason how we started this. It is called Good Samaritan Ministry. And uh, this Good Samaritan Ministry wanted to reach the students, the children like me as I was in hostels. Actually, we had a hostel, but since the COVID happened, we had to stop because the government rules and the COVID everywhere, the, you know, the gathering was stopped. And since then, it has been stopped. But because we were renting in a, we were renting in a house, it was not enough for the children to stay. But God has given a small piece of land. If God's willing, we will continue to do that. And now, this year, we have started a small Bible school, we call 
can put those pictures around yeah, as I talk. And some of the picture you will see, and it is a completely primitive area, and still we have got in the world one of the most primitive people actually in um, near surrounding us, and lot of Europeans they comes to see those primitive. There is a particular market on Wednesday, they comes to see them. And just for one hour, they will stay. There's nothing to see more than that, actually. It is a jungle. But when you come and see these people, they will take pictures. And within one hour, they disappear from there. They will come. They will travel all around India. And they will come. Just they will stay there Tuesday night in a town. Then they will travel in a bus for one hour, seeing these travel people. After that, they disappear. So... The reason we started to sponsor children like me, there are, I want, always I had a prayer, Lord, you take me to a place where I want to work. I want to sponsor somebody who is going to school, who is going to college. I want to sponsor the widow. Lord, open the way. For years and years and years and years, I prayed and God heard my prayer. God answered my prayer and today I'm here. And I had a privilege to work with Impat. From the, that's where I met um, Emily, and we married in 2007. And I moved here. And Emily C has been to India for several time. And the first time she visited to my home, that was in 2006. We had no electricity. We connected 2005 electricity, but our because the remote place, even there is a little rain, the electricity goes off, and she did stay without electricity. And not only that, no running water, no toilet. It is completely, completely primitive place, actually. And still, I have a heart to do something in that area. If God's willing, as, as we continue to work, we have, we have more than 30 to 35 Pastor, we have been sponsoring the last couple of years, and uh, widows and childrens and the Bible school. Bible school just to started. A young people who was 20, 21, four of them at the moment they in our Bible college. And uh, as the gods opened the door, we wanted to bring more and more people and train them so that they can go and share the gospel because. The ch how many charity work we do, that's very good. But Jesus is coming for one purpose. He's coming back to receive his church. That's what Jesus said. I like your uh, mission. Go and make disciples, all the nations. That's what the command of God that Jesus Christ, the last command, he said, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. That's the, my vision that we build lot of churches. And Orissa is uh, rich in minerals. We have got many, many factories. Every 30, 40 kilometers, you will see factories. But, oh, because it's a poor people's area, the money goes out of that state. It has got a lot of, lot of mineral things and the riches in culture, but peoples are very poor. Peoples now... There was time in a day at home we will have one meal and uh, that meal in only in the night 
in the daytime, we go everywhere, like the fruit, now in the mango season, we go and eat whole day mango, we stay in the, and because it's hot as well, but those days it wasn't that much hot. So like that life was so, so hard, and like one incident, let me tell you, mango inside the seed, seed inside there is a, another soft seed, that we used to eat as well, because people used to suffer, people used to really, means last 15 years or, yeah, last 15 years, people are not dying without food, but people do dying without uh, medical treatment and without a house. That's still there, but food is somehow available now. Unless somebody who don't know where to get help or anything, then only they will die, but or else not. But my time, you know, it's like that. My parents, my, father, my mother, she has never been to a school. And uh, those this women were not given priority. Like I have four, including me, we have four brothers and the one sister. My sisters, she never been to school because my father, he put all the effort with my brothers. But God is in mercy. I'm the only one who became, who went to Bible college, who learned to, who learned to speak English and who God opened the way. That's why I'm here. And when I came here, and Bible speaks about the land of, you know, honey and milk flowing, isn't it? When I came here, isn't this is the land, Lord? This is the land. Means uh, here, the things you throw outside, of your, I mean, on the road, we don't have. Still, we don't have there. Even though I'm living here, but we don't have it there like furniture, like a bed, like so many things, you know, that people throw. Here, we, even we have a small device, we repair and repair and repair and repair we hundred times until the, repair, the mechanical says, I can't repair anymore. Then only we keep it. But here, it's a little issue, you put it away. Freely give away. And so that's what I thought when I came, the food, the cloth, the materials, you know, in, when I think of my country, still it is, we are so behind and moreover, like poor peoples, they are much behind. Nobody cares. Poor, poor people, everywhere there is corruption. Everywhere they cry, I don't have money, but the big people, they don't leave them. One incident I want to tell you. Last year, I went to India. One of my friend's son was sick. And they said he need to have a blood transfusion. So to have a blood transfusion, you have to organize. You have to search somebody who has to donate the blood. It's not Australia. Yeah, what? All right, we'll take some blood and what group you are, we'll, in five minutes, the blood is available. Now this whole day they were searching, the first day they didn't get. Second day, one of their friends willing to give. And he donated the blood. Means they said, whatever group doesn't matter, we, we want to replace the blood. All right. Then that evening, he was having blood transfusion. I heard he was having, I thought I will go and have a look. I went to this hospital, government run, big hospital, you say. Then where the blood is, 
they were covering up with a little piece of cloth. I went and I saw, this is not blood. Who said this is blood? No, doctors said, nurses said. It was iron infusion. Every step, every step corruption. It is so sad. I, I felt so sad for this guy. Not only they organized the blood, but they have, they, they have given money also. See, the doctors, highly qualified people. You don't have, if he tells, you will be in problem. Nobody will listen to you. Such, it is, actually I can't properly explain, but once you see, you will, you will believe that, then you will have better way of, I mean, understanding. In every steps, you know, for a widow, for a poor child, it's corruption is there. And but God is so good. God rescued me that sort of place. And today have a little bit of opportunity. And I ask people and uh, you know to pray and to support so that we can achieve a little bit. That all the pictures that you are seeing, some of the pictures that we haven't put all this one year in two thousand. Nine, that was the first time we started we're giving a sari and a blanket to people, tribal people. When we're giving, one particular one lady, she came and said, what we have to pay for this? She said, no, no, it is freely. That's, we have never received anything freely in our life. Should we have to pay rice or should we have to pay anything that we have to get this one? Then I said, no, it is freely. She was you know, rolling in tears. I have never got anything freely in my life. So the poor people and the life is very, very hard. And every year we do take people to India. If you are interested to come in October this year I will take because now COVID has gone down and we will, it is like it, we'll go for 10 to 12 days just to see around what we do and a couple of meetings and the Bible school and a little bit of charity work. Then you will see what sort of place is that. Wherever you go, you will, I mean, once you've been to India, people has been changed, actually. Their concept of thinking India, it changed. How is India becoming superpowers? It's in the words, come to my place. You will see what is the hollow there. Still, people are suffering. They need, the basic necessity is not met. And children's, you know, they go to school because school is giving one midday meals. Because at home, if they stay, no meals. In my time, they used to give uh, uh, small meals, but not rice meal. It was just a basic little bit of they used to give. We used to run to the school because at home is nothing there. And even still, government is encouraging the children could, should come to school. And they give the school uniform as well. You know, because the homes are terrible, means the literal parents and moreover no food. And we have started a tuition centers in 
last, I mean, last few years we have started in three villages. It, it is called a tuition center. In India, here you don't do a lot of tuition and all, but in India it is very popular. Tuition means you go to school 10 to 4, then come home, uh, play for hours, then go again 5, 5 p.m. to a particular maybe the tuition teacher's home or a particular place they organize. Then this whoever the tutor, he will be employed to teach these children and those children monthly they pay them. I used to have so much desire that wish I could go to the tuition, but my father couldn't afford. Those days it was like 25 cents, but father, my father's whole life income was less than $1,000. So how he could, in, you know, in a month to, for one child to go to tuition. So tuition is very, and why tuition is required in the villages? I mean, parents are illiterate. My mother still, she said, when she sees the books, I'm a blind. I see it, but I can't read it. She doesn't know how to read. So parents are illiterate. They can't help their homework. They can't help their children. So that's why in three villages, we have started tuition center. We employ somebody, and uh, every evening they get together, and uh, they basically, they don't read Bible. It's non-religious. All the religious people could come, and they do uh, study, they do their lesson, and so on. And uh, if you have a desire for a mission, please come to, I mean, speak to Emily or to me. We will be, I mean, guide you. And, uh, you know, if God's open, God is speaking to you to do something, you're most welcome. And we live not far away in here in i live in saint agnes and uh, my children go to the, here in terence valley christian school and i thank you so much for uh, listening my talk thank you <laughs>